Name the U.S. state, the silver state. Give you the answer later in the show. Hello and welcome to episode 166 of Under the Call of MS. Uh, this will be a MS Deep Dives episode. And we're going to get into some information on that. Just give you a quick update. I missed my Tuesday episode because I forgot that on May the 4th be with you. Uh, Star Wars Day that I had a appointment with my dentist to get that soft set done. That was the three week soft set that I got done like two months after my appointment. So I uh, went in there for that and basically they took both my dentures, put goop on them, stuck them back in my mouth and then clean them up a little bit after the stuff hardened somewhat. And apparently that's my soft set. And now I got to wait till September to maybe get my dentures. So another four months without eating good solid foods. Just got to keep constantly chopping my shit up into tiny little pieces so I can eat it. And I actually did have a few salads this last week. Stuff like that to get something a little bit healthier and get some greens in me. But uh, other than that, it's all pretty much crap that I've been eating because of stuff that's easy to eat without teeth. So we're going to have to wait another four months, see what's up with that. I don't know why they put goop on my upper dentures. I like them. I spent a lot of money getting them fixed up. I would assume I was keeping them. But the assistant that took care of me and did this stuff said that they're replacing both my dentures. So I don't know how that's going to work. They sure as hell ain't keeping my old ones after all the money I spent on them. So I'm going to have to figure out what's all up with that. And I will deal with that later on. He also changed me to a better quality denture. So I don't know if all of a sudden I'm going to get hit with another bill or some shit. They still haven't given me the refund from my last payment. Which they owe me because I overpaid. I uh, got to my appointment at quarter to 11. My appointment was at 11 o'clock. Sat in the waiting room till noon until I finally got in there. Took me 15 minutes to do all this shit and I was out of there. I don't know what the deal was with that. I I had to sit for an hour past my appointment time. Then there was a little shop in a small town by us that was doing a little Star Wars day thing so my wife got up was supposed to get off an hour early for work from work so we'd go check it out but she had to work a little bit later since of course when you make plans that's when customers decide to come in the rest of the week quiet by them the day you plan something everybody's coming in and bugging you so but we checked that out it was a cute little store but nothing too exciting Star Wars wise that I needed uh, lots of stuff I can think of for other people, but it's not for me. But, yeah, that was Star Wars today, uh, day yesterday, and today is Cinco de Mayo. Which, I guess, is an excuse that I have to drink this afternoon. Um, <laughs> I can't go without celebrating. 
So I will have to do that after I get my podcast done and get my mowing done and all that. Get that done today. So it's supposed to rain again later this week. So possibly tonight into tomorrow. So pay your screw it. Get the lawn done and over with this afternoon. But for today, we are going, as if you're wondering at all, no, there's no new news on my infusion, my medication. No one knows what's going on, what happened, where it went to, who screwed what up, if it's sitting somewhere. So I'm only about a week away from having no neurologist at all. So then who knows what the hell is going to happen of it i'm kind of throwing some things in the air don't know what i'm gonna do because i don't know who can authorize my medication beyond a neurologist and if i ain't gonna have a new neurologist well i don't have a new neurologist appointment at least until i think september so actually that might have been like june june or july they can get me in for a video appointment then i gotta decide if i'm gonna use that neurologist I'll probably use her for at least a medication referral for right now and then just keep searching to see if I can find any neurologist worth going and seeing. I still only found that one MS specialist down, down by the airport, which I'll probably go see at least once a year. But This is a time of year where a lot of us get our MRIs. Usually spring, summertime is usually when I have my MRIs. I'm supposed to be getting called for a CT scan to find out What's up with that pain in my front right side? Or it feels like someone kicked me out of a steel toe boot. Pain's been there for a few months, and it's just not going away. And it actually today feels a little higher than it was. But I've had that on and off for many years now, so I think that I still think I have a hernia there from back in the moving company days that never got repaired i had a really bad stint way back then and doctors just kept blowing shit off and now i'm looking at it again but now i might actually have a doctor that's gonna get an appointment to get it looked scanned and figure out what the hell my internal organs look like down there since we get our mris let's find out a little bit more about them magnetic resonance imaging mri it is a painless way to look inside your body without using x-rays. Instead, it uses a large magnet, radio waves, and a computer to scan your body and produce detailed pictures that cannot be seen on conventional x-rays. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I have a really dry throat I get. That goop that they put on my dentures, my lips, and my flesh on the top and bottom of my, well, mostly the top of my mouth, because the bottom, it just gets the front clump. But it all feels like it has a light film of that shit on it, and I've been scrubbing, used toothpaste multiple times, toothbrushes scrubbing away, tried other scrubbing methods, tried mouthwashes. I just can't kill this taste smell that came with this chemical that they put on this shit. Kind of funny because one of the people at the dentist place is sitting there bitching to two older customers about masks and vaccines and all that shit. And then I go into a, 
a dentist chair. The guy whips up some concoction that he puts all over my dentures that doesn't tell me what's in it or anything, and then he just reeks like I have flashbacks from it from modeling glue days when you're working on models, but I don't think it's that. I think it's more like uh maybe like a super glue or crazy glue smell, but it had some type of glue smell to it. And it just uh disgusting but it's like you'll put shit like that in your mouth but you're not going to go get in a little little injection it's like then we stopped at some friends after that and he just goes off on a rant about masks and political conspiracies and he's screaming so loud the two neighbors next to him probably heard him if their windows were open and it's like dude I don't give two shits about your opinion. I'm like, settle the fuck down. It's like, why are you screaming at me? It's like, number one, the guy's got felonies on his record, so he can't do a damn thing. He can't vote. He can't give your opinion. He can't do shit. You fucked up in your early days. Live with it. But sitting there yelling at me about something you care so desperately about isn't going to get anything done about it. Go and bitch to someone that cares or get some friend that will bitch for you and tell them what your opinion is because, honestly, your opinion doesn't make it worth a sense lately. It's like all this conspiracy crap and shit. It's like, come on. it's not. It would have to be a worldwide conspiracy. We can't even sit down and talk to other countries, more or less work with other countries. We can't even get our all our states and our union to work together in a country that's called the United States. We all got to be separate and have our own separate opinions and ideas and all that crap and our own separate laws and everything. So it's like, how the hell are you screaming at me? Get anything. I came over to sit down shoot the shit, have some fun, and instead I get yelled at <laughs> by him. So, yeah, these people are just driving me insane. Two months. Two months of wearing masks. Everybody. Just period. Would have wore masks for two months, and then if it didn't do a damn thing, they could say, fine, you don't have to wear masks anymore if we don't want. Is that that hard? We could have been done with this shit 11 months ago. But no, gotta have all you little whiny bitches that can't sit there and agree with everybody else and just try and protect everybody and just do something the way we want it done. But no, it's all a conspiracy. But yeah, I gotta get off that before I get too deep into it. Go down the deep rabbit hole. But Let's get back to our MRIs. Limit the amount of fluids you drink on the day of the exam, of course, because you don't want to have to pee when you're sitting and laying in a tube for. I mean, mine usually take an hour to, or from forty-five minutes to probably an hour and a half, two hours, depending on which way they're doing, if they're using contrast, all that stuff. When you arrive, a technologist will ask you to remove anything metallic such as hearing aids, partial plates, jewelry, watches, hairpins, credit cards, coins, and keys, which will be locked in a locker, which is bullshit. Because, yeah, 
some places I've gone to, I go and get dressed, put my clothes in a locker, lock it, and go do my thing. But the last place I went to, they just had a little basket on the desk where the two technicians are sitting, and I had to throw my wallet and all my personal stuff in that open basket right next to them and then go into the other room and get stuffed in a sausage tube. And so they could have went through my valuables and done whatever they wanted, which makes no damn sense. But you just trust your technicians when you go into any medical thing. But what you're going to do, fight with them, <laughs> not going to get you anywhere. The exam typically takes 30 to 60 minutes, which may pass quickly. Bullshit. <laughs> Some people even go to sleep. Some people get put to sleep. When the exam is complete, the technologist will help you off the table and show you where to collect your personal belongings. Like the last one I went into, it took me forever to find a door to get into the damn hospital because of the COVID shit. I got in there. The first waiting room I went to was the wrong one. So I had to go all the way to the other side and go down to another waiting room. And as soon as I sat on to relax, after I got a bunch of paperwork I got to fill out from the desk, I sit down for a second. Not even sitting down for probably 15 seconds. And the technician comes out, grabs me, takes me out there, has me dump my stuff in a basket and puts me right into the sausage tube. And that's when I freaked out for the first time ever. It's like, Jesus Christ, I was still huffing and puffing, trying to get my breath, and I'm sweating. It's like, you stick this giant head harness on me and shove me in a tube that I'm tight fit in, so I can't move at all. It's like, so when you're trying to breathe a little bit heavier, your chest is hitting the machine, top of the machine. And it's like, <laughs> so I, I, I freaked out. But... MRI offers a non-evasive way to obtain information about your body that may otherwise not be easily seen. It can lead to early detection and treatment of disease and has no known side effects. MRI makes it possible to see certain types of tissue and can provide important information about the brain, spine, joints, and internal organs. Your body is composed of small particles called atoms. Hydrogen atoms or water makes up 95% of the body. Normally, the hydrogen atoms within your body, he was calling, hey, telemarketers are on the hunt. Normally, the hydrogen atoms within your body spin around at random. However, when you are placed inside a strong magnetic field, the hydrogen atoms line up and spin in the same direction. When in a radio wave, when a radio wave is passed through the body, the hydrogen gives off a signal, and that signal, with the aid of a computer, becomes the source of MRI information. It produces the images that will assist your physician in making a diagnosis and planning a treatment. So your hydrogen atoms inside your body spin around at random. Uh, yeah, normally they're just spinning. They make it sound like they're just swirling around, but they're just spinning in their own random space. And Yeah, when you look in a microscope at the atoms, they're kind of cool looking. Like little creatures just partying along. 
and then this stops them and lines them up, makes them spin in other directions. But apparently that doesn't do no damage. So they did lots of, lots of research on that. And it's important to tell your doctor if you have a pacemaker or think you may be pregnant. Inform your doctor if you have a history of claustrophobia, fear of closed-in spaces. Tell him or her if you were or are a machinist, welder, or auto mechanic, or worked with metal in any capacity. It is very important to let your physician know if you even suspect you have anything metallic within your body, such a such as surgical clips, joint or bone pins, metal plates, or unremoved bullets, shrapnel, or BBs, BB shots. These materials may interfere with the examination and prevent the MRI from being performed. Or again, I told the clinician two MRIs ago that I had something hopping in my stomach every time the machine would make the loud noise, something in my stomach would pop up, felt like it was trying to rip out of my flesh. And then when they had the long beeps going on, and I'm guessing that's when the magnet's the strongest, that thing was just pulling straight outward. But they just laughed at me when I <laughs> gave them my thoughts about it could have been some Chinese food I was eating at the Seafood might have had some mineral deposits or something in it. Or, I mean, I was a flame cutter, a machinist all those years, so I had to get the scans done to make sure there's no metal in me years ago. But I've done stuff since then, so I could have some metal in me, but no, they just laugh at me. He just doesn't mean shit to these doctors. By the time I'm done with all this shit with my medication not coming through, I will be talking to a lawyer because I'm tired of this shit. It's like since I've been put on this new infusion medication, my two half infusions and all three of my full infusions, every single one of them being late because of some mix-up or whatever, it's like don't put people on this shit if you're not going to get them on it and keep it on it. And it's not good for the body to constantly go through these on-off episodes medication wearing off and stuff like that especially when it's such a strong medication in some cases the doctor may order a contrast agent which can make an image easier to read this is a fluid injection into the veins in your arm it helps to make the details in mri images clearer and is standard for some types of mri scans and please inform your doctor if you have any renal problems kidney problems most of us don't know if we do or not because our medic most of our medications do have kidney damaging issues all right before the scan a technologist will assist you onto an automatic scanning table it is important that you do not move during the exam except for their breathing things they have you do table will then slide smoothly into the opening you won't feel a thing, but you may hear a sort of bumping noise and the hum of a machine. This is normal. Earplugs or headphones for music will be provided during the exam. And they're, they'll usually set up 
give you a variety of stations to choose from or some places will let you hook up your music to their thing and if you're lucky enough but usually you get stuck with whatever they have light casual rock or something like that classic the radiologist and technologist will review the images to ensure diagnostic quality if the quality is acceptable you you can go home in very rare cases more images may be needed and they will usually be taken right away the exam results will be sent to your physician who will schedule an appointment to discuss the scan results with you. So go over those. Don't worry about it. Don't fret about it. Uh, if they need stuff done with the contrast, you're going to want to be in a closed MRI because they get better imaging results. But if you got claustrophobic issues and you can't no matter what take that then you'll have to do an mri but your results aren't going to be as good so if you deal with that then don't be the type of person that's going to bitch about what they're telling you because they're not giving you seeing enough information to give you the information that they'd like to get without you going into a closed mri but yeah i don't see why they haven't advanced this whole technology yet because these mris can be kind of freaky when you're a bigger person but but yeah i know you're dying for the answer this is a pretty simple one to the question that was name the u.s state the silver state that's of course nevada big gold gold panning mining area state it's the month of may so as we mentioned may the fourth be with you is yesterday star wars day May is named for the Roman goddess Maya, who oversaw the growth of plants, also from the Latin word maiores, elders, who were celebrated during this month. Then you got Mother's Day coming up this weekend. That's where we celebrate on the second Sunday in May. It's a more recent development. The basic idea goes back to ancient mythology to the long-ago civilizations of the Greeks and Romans. Greeks paid annual homage to Cybele, the mother figure of their gods, and the Romans dedicated an, an annual spring festival to the mother of their gods. In 16th century England, a celebration called Mothering Sunday was inaugurated. A Sunday set aside for visiting one's mother. <laughs> Once a year, you go visit your mother. The eldest son or daughter would bring a mothering cake, which would be cut and shared by the entire family. Reunions were the order of the day, with sons and daughters assuming all household duties and preparing a special dinner in honor of their mother. Sometime during the day, the mother would attend special church services with her family. And then there, after, there's this Anna M. Jarvis. After her mother died in 1905, Miss Anna Jarvis wished to memorialize her life and started campaigning for a national day to honor all mothers. Her mother, known as Mother Jarvis, was a young Appalachian 
homemaker and lifelong activist who had organized Mother's Day work clubs to combat unsanitary living conditions. During the Civil War, Mother Jarvis had also organized women's brigades, encouraging women to help without regard for which side their men had chosen. At the time, there were many special days for men, but none for women. On May 10, 1908, a Mother's Day service was held at church at a church in Grafton, West Virginia, where Anna's mother had taught. Thus was born the idea that the second Sunday in May be set aside to honor all mothers, dead or alive. And Mother Day, Mother's Day in 1914, President Woodrow Wilson signed a bill designating the second Sunday in May as a legal holiday to be called Mother's Day, dedicated to the best mother in the world, your mother. For the first few years, the day was observed as a legal holiday, but in absolute simplicity and reverence, church services were held in honor of all mothers, living or dead. So this is the month of May, so all kinds of things coming up this month. Between Cinco de Mayo, Star Wars Day, Mother's Day, I believe Memorial Day, all that's happening. But we taught you about your MRI. Since you're going to be celebrating Cinco de, Ma- Cinco, de Ma- Cinco de Mayo today, I still don't have my teeth, so give me a break. It's hard to speak. I'm trying my best. <laughs> Here's a recipe for all the drunks out there. <laughs> When you got your hangover tomorrow, why don't you make up a big batch of recovery soup? Take 12 ounces of ground sirloin, or if you got some other ground beef you want to use, that'd be fine. Two and a half cups of low sodium beef beef broth, one and a half teaspoon of Italian seasoning, one quarter teaspoon of onion powder, a pinch of garlic powder, a half a cup of elbow macaroni a 16-ounce can of low-sodium stewed tomatoes, and a 16-ounce can of kidney beans rinsed and drained. Cook beef in a skillet, drain it, put put it in a saucepan and stir in the broth and the next three ingredients. Cover it and bring it to a boil. Stir in the macaroni. Boil again and reduce heat and simmer for eight minutes or till the macaroni is tender. Stir in your tomatoes, juice and all, and your kidney beans, and simmer it till the beans are heated through. It's a nice, simple recipe, and it's a good soup if you're hungover. Try that out. I got most of the ingredients, but my damn ground sirloin is still frozen, so... I don't think I'll be making that tomorrow, but possibly this weekend or something. But check that out. See if you enjoy it. Well, that can end the show with a little joke here. David's son approaches him one day and asks, Dad, do all fairy tales begin with once upon a time? Nope. David replies, most of them start with, if elected, I promise.
All right, that's it for today. I'm uh, probably get a Thursday one out this week yet, and then we'll see what happens for the weekend. I'm behind on my reading. I need to get my butt caught up, get some stuff stockpiled again. Uh, but we'll talk to you again soon. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Keep the shadow monster. Hope you have a great week, great holidays, great month, great summer, great year. Be good. And we will get back to you again, hopefully soon.